Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's your daily dose of Donna. It is March 6th, Monday, March 6th. Oh, do we have a doozy of an episode today. You guys, I have notes. I have taken notes for today's episode. I am live on TikTok. For those of you that are here, welcome. Welcome to Daily Dose of Donna. Again, such a filled, filled weekend of drama that I feel like I'm, I feel hungover. I feel hungover from everything that kind of hit us hard and fast over the weekend. That's what she said. Okay, so first of all, Today's episode is all about not the pasta. (laughs) It's not about the pasta today. It's not about the pasta. It is about Tom. Today's episode is all about Vanderpump Rules. I've got a good collection of all the data, of all the facts, of all the drama that has hit since Friday, March 3rd. It has come in like a freight train for anyone that is a Bravo fan of Vanderpump Rules. You don't even have to be a Vanderpump Rules fan and you're already into this. Like, I believe this is one of those situations where if you are somewhat interested in no, just like relationships and gossip, but also maybe a little reality. This is going to be up your alley. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so grateful for all of the new people that have come and listened to the podcast. Daily Dose of Donna. Now we're up to 56 ratings. I feel pretty good about that on the podcast app. I would love to hit 100. So if you have not rated this podcast yet, go on over there and give it five stars. I'm just going to read one quick review and then we're going to get started by Amy and SD. Not only is this a super fun daily listen, but as a mom and a returning to the workforce parent, she shares great nuggets of information on branding, social media, and ways to reinvent yourself. So yes, that's what I do. Um, I love that, Amy. Thank you so much, hon. So yeah, I do have a job actually, in addition to this, where I help, you know, entrepreneurs show up on, on social media and create content. I teach people how to become like a content creating machine. And that's part of the reason why I'm doing this podcast, Daily Dose of Donna, is because I wanted to create content on things that I'm obsessed with in addition to just making money from. And what am I obsessed with? Pop culture, celebrity gossip, all of that. So let's get into Vanderpump Rules. We don't have a lot of time and there's a lot of facts. So for those of you that are new here. Here's my goal as the podcast host of Daily Dose of Donna. I am a 41-year-old mom of two, and my goal is to break down and translate anything kind of like celebrity pop culture into, you know, the millennial or or below generation or maybe above. Like I want you guys to understand if you don't have all the facts. And I have spent so much time getting really, really like uh, knowledgeable on what's going on. Yes, I got. I just got a, a, a comment on TikTok saying I've got missiles on me. I'm assuming you mean my arms. I do work out every single day. That is something I do. I love to weight lift and I love to do cardio. So I do it every day, seven days a week. Okay, 
Let's Talk Vanderpump Rules. For those of you that don't know, Vanderpump Rules has been a show that is now in its 10th season on Bravo. I started watching it live. I want to say it was back in like 2012, 2013 is when it started. And I loved this show from the very beginning because I'm an L.A. girl right? I'm an LA girl. I used to go to Sir all the time before the show. Love the, um, the, the vibe of these like young party kids at the time when the show started, they were really young. They were in their late, you know, mid to late twenties or early twenties. I want to say like 23 Stassi was 23 in that first episode. Um, and they lived in these like small janky apartments, like falling apart apartments here in Los Angeles. And they were working as cocktail waitresses, as waiters, as models, as actors, like really just living that kind of like struggling lifestyle for Lisa Vanderpump at these restaurants. So it was just such a fun, um, guilty pleasure to watch. And years go by and like if I, you could write a book on the storylines of Vanderpump Rules because it literally is a soap opera and new characters come in and out. This person sleeping with this person, this one breaks up with this person, this person gets married, this person gets divorced. So I'm not going to go into obviously the entirety of the show, but I will say this. There's been one character that is involved in this drama that has been on the show from day one, episode one, and his name is Tom Sandoval. Um, he, he's the one that has this like really douchey mustache. Like, if you ever see a guy from a reality show on Bravo that has, like, a really douchey mustache, like, paints his nails, sometimes, like, wears, like, sparklers or, like, lightning bolts around his eyes, he's in a cover band, Um, he is – he shows up in episode one of Vanderpump because I did a little recon yesterday. I was watching season one yesterday just for fun, and he shows up first episode shaving his face, not his – not his beard, shaving his forehead and flat ironing his short hair. It was short, flat ironing it. And then getting in a fight with his then girlfriend, Kristen, because her hairspray is not holding enough. He needs a stronger hairspray. So this is the kind of person that we're talking about. Tom Sandoval has always been a little bit, I'm just going to say it, a fame whore. All of them. I think all wanted to be actors and singers and performers and musicians, et cetera, from the beginning. But you know, they're on a reality show. Obviously, they want to be in the spotlight. Like, I don't blame them at all for that. But he was clearly someone that was dying to get the attention and that kind of energy from the very beginning. My dogs are barking. I really hope that it doesn't distract from this episode. Okay. Now, we're going we're gonna to move on and we're going to talk about what has just transpired. Tom Sandoval has gone through a couple different relationships on the show. He started with this girl, Kristen, cheated on Kristen, his live-in girlfriend of four years, with a new girl named Ariana. Ariana and him get together in 2014. Ariana and Tom now have this like relationship that seems almost like everything is perfect. They decide not to get married. She does not want to get married. She does not want to have kids. He does. So this is like a big tr- drama in one of the seasons. But he he settles. He's like, I will be with you because I am not... I'm going to break up with you over this. I love you too much. We don't have to have kids, which big mistake, by the way, big mistake. When you first start dating someone, if you decide together that one of you wants to, you know, a huge life goal is to have kids and get married and the other one doesn't, like maybe that is enough of a, love can't conquer all. Okay. That's just one of my thoughts. Anyway. Then another season, they have a little bit of drama because she has a, she's struggling with her body and her insecurity and she doesn't want to have sex. And she's like, not, they're not having sex for months and months and months at a time. And she's opening up about that on the show. 
But once again, next season comes along and everything's fine with Tom and Ariana. Meanwhile, Tom Sandoval, I'm going to call him Sandoval just so we don't get confused, and his best friend slash business partner, Tom Schwartz. So now we have Schwartz and Sandoval are opening restaurants together, okay? They've already been part owners at Tom Tom, which is a big restaurant bar in West Hollywood with Lisa Vanderpump. And in the show, a couple seasons ago, they've decided to invest and start their own new bar restaurant called Schwartz and Sandy's in Los Angeles, like in the Hollywood, East Hollywood area. Okay. Tom Schwartz, his best friend, Tom Schwartz, has been married to Katie. And their marriage, I've talked about it before on the show, is, is just train wreck waiting to happen. Like, you know this, you've been watching it for years. They hate each other. They love each other. They fight like crazy. It's not healthy. You know, it's not going to last. And sure enough, over the, over the hiatus, they divorce. Okay. So Tom and Katie are divorced when this season starts. This new season starts. We're seeing single Katie. We're seeing single Tom. And meanwhile, Tom Sandoval, the villain, the mustache man, he and Ariana are fine right? Like they're just going through their lives. And even Tom Sandoval says, you know, all I want is to make sure that this restaurant doesn't take, because it's hard, obviously opening a restaurant, very expensive, long hours. I just want to make sure this restaurant doesn't take me down because I don't want to end up like Schwartz, his business partner, who's now living in a tiny little apartment in North Hollywood, Valley Village, whatever. And it's, you know, clearly Sandoval lives in this like gorgeous, big, beautiful home, like with Ariana. He doesn't want his life to end up like that. But that was foreshadowing because meanwhile, there's this girl, Raquel. Now, Raquel is a girl, we don't have to get deep into who she is, but I've talked about her on multiple episodes on the show because she's a former pageant queen. She has absolutely no personality. Her voice is really quivery when she talks. And like, I'm going to be real about that. I'm, I can't. I can't. I can't watch someone with a quivery voice on a reality show. It's uncomfortable. It's awkward. We need confidence. We need like star star quality. She's like, eh, I just don't like, I just don't know why she doesn't want to be my friend. Hey, Sarah. Okay. So it is really, really hard for me to like connect with Raquel. First couple seasons, she was just James' girlfriend. Then they got engaged. They ended up breaking up. She gives her ring back to this, you know, DJ James Kennedy over the reunion, on the reunion of last season. So let me just give you a little timeline. May 21st, May 2021, I should say, May 21, uh, James and Raquel get engaged, okay? January of May tw- of uh, 2022, they break up officially, they shoot the reunion, and she returns the ring to James. So now Raquel is single. Okay. Remember, this has nothing to do with mustache man. He's separate. He's separate. Then March of 2022, Katie and Tom Schwartz, the partner, the bad marriage, officially divorce. April of 2022, there is a rumor that Raquel, this newly single, like Bambi, deer-eyed, quivering voice, Raquel, has hooked up with Tom Schwartz. Problem is, Tom Schwartz was not at Coachella. Guess who was at Coachella? Mustache man. Sandoval. Scumdoval. Okay? But no one takes it further, right? Next thing is in July of 2022, the show starts shooting. This is what we're watching now. The Daily Mail party. There's a big party over at, uh, you know, Schwartz and Sandy's, the new restaurant. They're starting to open. All Everyone's there. 
Raquel's there. She's kind of like being flirty with people. And obviously Ariana, Tom Sandoval's, uh, you know, living girlfriend is there. Like everyone's there. Okay. August of 2022, Raquel and Tom Schwartz start having this thing on the show where she's like, Schwartz, I have, I want to make out with you. This is to the single, the newly single Tom. And they start having this whole storyline on the show. Okay. So everyone's just kind of like off Raquel anyway, because what she's doing feels a little shady since she's quote unquote friendly with Katie, the ex-wife. And she, I told you about it last week. Like she asked the ex-wife, can I, uh, can I date him? Okay. That's all we know between Raquel and Tom Schwartz. We have no idea if it continues. We know that she ends up hooking up with Garcelle uh, Bouvet's son, Oliver, married, by the way, and supposedly broke up that marriage. That's coming up on this next episode of Vanderpump Rules, but we were hearing about that in live, tea, in live time. So, like, Raquel's just, like, a little bit out there. She clearly is just, like like fl- flying and floating and you know she's like the the feather and forest gum she's she's going back and forth no one knows where she's gonna land okay but she's hooking up with everyone she hooked up with peter he worked over at vanderpump i mean at sir she hooked up obviously with dj james kennedy she was hooking up with tom schwartz she was hooking up with oliver garcelle's son and now all of a sudden on friday i'm sitting at my kid's school okay i'm sitting at my kid's school it's shabbat I'm Jewish. It's Shabbat. We're celebrating Oliver's school Shabbat. And all of a sudden, I get a notification from TMZ, because like, I mean, why not, that Ariana and Tom, this long-term love affair, this long-term live-in marriage is, or live-in together, like they share a home, whatever, they are breaking up. He is moving out because he has been engaging in a long-term affair with Bambi-eyed, deer-in-headlights, pageant girl Raquel, whose name is actually Rachel, meaning someone that went to school with her in high school, pulled out a yearbook, and thank God for TikTok, was like, this girl is Rachel Levis. There's no Raquel. She changed her name to Raquel. Again, someone that is a fan of the show trying to be relevant, trying to be famous. Rachel's too boring. I'm going to be Raquel. Okay. So now... All the tea starts coming out all weekend long. It's like, boom, bang, bang. I mean, honestly, thank God my son, Oliver, was sick because I don't think I left my house. I was so into it and I was so loving it. I like, I poured myself wine. I'm just, I'm scrolling. I have my three or four girlfriends that are obsessed. And if you know, you know, like those are the ones we're sending text messages back and forth. We're sending memes back and forth, TikToks back and forth. Like all this stuff is happening to the point where I said yesterday, I need Bravo breaking news. I need BBN. Like who needs CNN? We need Bravo breaking news on the air at all times because it's like it was coming. It was coming out more and more information. Sure enough, it looks like Raquel and Tom have been in love apparently for like six, seven months. Okay. Raquel and Tom are both wearing lightning uh, necklaces. And you can see this in many of their photos and videos in the last, you know, however long months. And apparently that that was their sign that they loved each other or that they were thinking of each other or whatever. Okay. Meanwhile, Raquel and Ariana, the, the girlfriend, are spending all their time together. They're always at the shows. Raquel's going to all of Tom Sandoval's shows, Mustache Man, 
all of his shows. So now he's at the, she's at the show. She's enjoying it. She's like living it up. She's fangirling it up. And Ariana is like with her because she's like, oh, this is so nice. Raquel's probably, Raquel's supporting me because I have to be at the show. So she's here for me. She's, why would she ever be there for James? I mean, for Sandoval. So can you imagine? It's one thing to have an affair. It's a not, I'm not saying anything's okay, but it's one thing to have an affair. It's another thing to be intentionally best friends with someone and sleeping with their boyfriend or husband for months. And then yesterday, of course, new news comes out where apparently there's a third girl in the mix named Julia. Julia supposedly got, had to get an abortion. This is all alleged based on random people's DMs and stuff and Dumois and whatnot. Had to get an abortion from Tom Sandoval and then he ghosted her. So clearly this guy has been messing around. And apparently the way that it got found out is like, you can't write this. Ariana was at the show front center Wednesday night. You see her there because people have video of her at the show. His phone drops out of his pocket while he's performing and she grabs it so he doesn't step on it. And as she's holding it, a video or a photo of Raquel in New York, she's in New York shooting Watch What Happens Live, gets sent to Tom. Girlfriend Ariana sees it, starts going through. I guess there's a bunch of text messages, and that's when the shit hits the fan. Here's the best part. Cameras came back up. You know, my husband is a reality camera operator and a DP, and he told me, he's like, yeah, this shit happens. Like, they immediately pull production back in. They check everyone's availability. They get the cameras up. They're filming what right now, and in two weeks, live from today, are they shooting the season 10 reunion, which I can't imagine. I think it's going to be the most watched season reunion of all time. And now we have to watch the rest of these episodes without knowing, like, without seeing what, like, they aren't out with the affair. We're still back in, where are we? We're still back in, like, August of what we're watching live on the show right now. So anyway, here's the thing. Is this good news? None of it is good news. It's awful, obviously. But as a fan... As a Bravo lover, as a reality lover, this is what dreams are made of, right? Like, this is what we live for. This is how I'm allowed to have a pretty boring life so that I can get into their lives. Does that make sense? Like, I'm living vicariously through them. And I will say, you know, this kind of stuff really probably happens all the time. I imagine all the time stuff like this is happening in your small little hometowns, in your small little, with your, you know, your, your friends, parents, et cetera. But to have it happen on a TV show live, and the worst part is not an affair. It's not a one-time thing. The fact is that it's a long-term a f- emotional, clearly strong attachment between him and his 10-year-long girlfriend's friend, close friend. That hurts. That has got to hurt. So anyway, I will keep you guys updated. I appreciate you being here. This is a little bit of a long episode because I had to. I had to get into the tea. I um I will be on it. You know what? If Andy Cohen's not going to come out with BBN Bravo breaking news, I am there. I am there and I will I will be on it. My ears and eyes are open. 
writing down notes. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.